on this episode of the AIE Podcast. We have your weather. I mean, community calendar. <laughs> <laughs> and streaming and podcast news. Hey, it's time to gear up your alts. Or your main. The season of the dragon is almost here. And we have Cyrene. Cy- I'm not sure. What's what's this name? Cy- but they're here to chat with us about AIE and World of Warcraft. Uh, left Shark. Left Shark. Cyrene Left Shark. <laughs> All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 312 of the podcast celebrating you, the Leia Octa Est gaming community. The Die has been podcast. I am Makala. To my left is Tetsemi. I have no spreadsheets. Oh, we should probably remedy that. And to our virtual right is Mewcow. Greetings, guildies. I have the spreadsheets because we're keeping what? track of all the raiders. There you go. And this week we are joined by the herder of cats herself, Cyrene, who is ta- here to talk to us about AIE in World of Warcraft. Welcome, love. Hello. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing today? Besides I, cold. It's cold. Uh, we, As we talked before the show, it's like five degrees here. Um, no, doing pretty good. Oh. Getting used to this weather. I don't know. It's, I keep hoping weird. my car won't start this week so I don't have to go to work. That sounds like <laughs> a really, really great remedy to that horrible situation. Uh, move south. Yeah. No. Um, or or yeah. just stay in and play WoW. Yeah. There, That's what yeah. I was doing. I've, yeah, I spent yeah. all morning leveling my Dark Iron Dwarf that I finally got to create because I finally got the rep. Nice! Um, and I am I got to level, I think, 46. So, wow. and I just, wow. yeah. Uh, apparently, full heirlooms and questing in war mode makes it go a lot faster. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, if you turn on war mode and you're on the Alliance side, yep. it's it's ridiculously fast. And That's all they use it for is leveling over there. That's why. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's like uh, a. I think the buff was thirty percent increase. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. supposed to go down to twenty five allegedly <clears throat> next week, but depend you know on the Q and A. But uh, yeah, know. right right now, if you've got uh, if you've got alliance tunes that are allied races or just other tunes you want on the alliance side yeah accelerated leveling go <laughs> yeah Accelerate. yeah and the, the funny thing is, is even if you're max level they have a, a quest giver that's trying to get you to use war mode and like yeah. no one's taking him up for it. he's he's giving you you know you know weapons and and, and azurite and it's like it's like no one's like no thanks no no thanks yeah. well because as soon as you turn it on it you know anytime over 110 and you're in you're in uh Kul-Turas or uh Zandalar, you just get murdered by the horde. But uh or the horde. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, no, no. Go, go ahead. No, I was gonna say exactly what you were gonna say, so go ahead and transition. Awesome. Or... All right. So besides working on uh leveling your dark iron dwarf there's like what have you been up to in and out of game? Um well let's see. I spent last weekend Camping <laughs> with Boy Scouts. We saw outside. the pictures. 
Oh, did you? Yeah, so there was a, a snowstorm last Saturday, and we spent eight hours out at the county park with Boy Scouts for the Klondike race. So that was a lot of oh fun. Oh, my God. So what would you do for Klondike Bar? <laughs> Not that. Right? <laughs> uh, no, it was a lot of fun, and it was really pretty out. And uh, I got some new cold-weather gear, so I was, like, all toasty warm. But, yeah, nice. it was it was fun. Um, this is my crown gear, then. Yeah. My son just turned 17. Oh, my God. I feel old. Mm-hmm. Um, he took his practice test for his HS. Yeah. And passed all of it with <gasps> 98 or higher. Wonderful. Awesome. So he's got to take the real test. Great. And then my daughter is a freshman in high school mm-hmm. and just got accepted into the school's uh, university program. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to be, she's accepted into the local community college. She's excited because she just got her community college student ID in the mail. Mm -hmm. And so she's going to be taking dual credit classes. And if she passes them all, uh, (laughs) she will graduate high school with 30 credit hours already complete. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, Hordling's doing that as well. She's been taking a lot of dual, dual enrollment classes. She loves it. Yeah. Oh. So she'll she'll end up with at least one semester, if not two semesters worth of her basics covered, and then she can go right into finishing it up. Because what what she wants to do is just do like a year of you know the the basic stuff, and then go right into her to her major. So. Yeah. What yeah. uh, what she's talking about doing is uh, she should have. Theoretically, 30 credit hours, which is about a year's worth of college. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the community college that is supporting the program is they have a campus five minutes from my house. Perfect. Nice. So she'll be able to take all of like year two credits and everything mm-hmm. still yep. enrolled at that college. Perfect. And yeah. then uh, she's trying to decide what college she wants to transfer into for her bachelor's. So Fabulous. I don't know. Perfect. Yep. That's great. That'll be awesome. Yeah, and and Sporks napping over here watching the new Carmen San Diego on Netflix. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, if, so if we hear any snoring, you know what's going on. Well, he's not really napping. He's just oh, ignoring okay. me because he has his headset. <laughs> got I got it. a new headset for Christmas, though. This was my Christmas gift. So. Very nice. Fancy. Yeah. Oh, he's There's waving. Hand. He says hi. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I got it. So. Mia, what have you been up to in and out of game? Uh, let's see. Uh, today, it was actually nice enough uh, out that uh, we actually did a little bit of Pokemoning and uh, let the toddler just run free. Woohoo, um, free range toddler. Yep, free range toddler. Um, before that, um, oh, I, I was on Behind the Avatar last night or the night before. It's all part. Oh, oh, nice. Yep, yep, with Lita. Um, so that's already been um, set loose. So if you you want to, uh, it, it basically it was a, a case of she was asking me questions and letting me run around um, with them. So, yeah, it's be be, be ready for a long one. Um, awesome, you, of course. If you've ever heard me go on my long running uh, rants and whatnot here. Um, other than that, um, of course, uh, the rating, which we'll talk uh, a, a lot about later on. Um, so the three different teams. So it's interesting to see things from both the Horde side and the Alliance side and. You know, even though we do a, re- a retread um, technically for part of it, it does feel slightly different. You know, it's at least the same mechanics, but things are different. Um, 
other than that, uh, lots of time in Fallout 76. Uh, still a fun game. Don't let the haters uh, confuse you because, uh, you know, they, they're still around. They're, they're complaining about the game. That means they care, which means they probably think they like it. Exactly. Cool. And <clears throat> other than that, uh, retreading the um, Stormblood story in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I got to the end of the proper story. Now I'm doing all of the... Um, Final Fantasy XIV likes to do lots of uh, post-story like epilogue, but the epilogue is like its own book. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm in now is just going through all of this tons of epilogue. Eventually, that'll turn into uh, you know the, the the stuff introduced in the next expansion. But it's kind of a weird, fuzzy like you can't quite tell. You know, there's not like cut and dry. Like, okay, this is the end of that story. Here's the next one. Right. They're, yeah. they're real good about kind of weaving the tale through all the expansions. So, so yeah, it's always fun to go through that and you know have all that fun story to go through. And uh, yeah, spending lots of fun time in there because there's there's more, a lot more to do, and I haven't even touched what we'll be talking about in the news with the Blue Mage. So fabulous! All right, Ted, what have you been up to? What I have been up to is uh, a lot of world quests and incursions, kind of juggling back and forth now that they've uh, increased the amount of uh, item level and stuff like that. Um, the item level on the world quest and the incursions and stuff like that. And so I bumped up um, my Alliance warrior. Uh, I got some decent stuff on Tet and I've been working on my rogue and a little bit on my, on my Druid. Um, So just kind of, you know, keeping busy with those, those four characters. And then um, I've been working on my shaman, which because I don't have the, you know, 30% bonus like Sai has over on the Alliance <laughs> side um, is going much slower. So yeah. she just hit 40 today. But like I said, I've got maybe 12 hours total played on her. And half that time is her sitting in an inn while I'm, you know, doing right. other stuff. So it's not actively been playing it. Um, but I finally got to the point where she gets a second instacast spell um off one of her channeled spells or not channeled spell but one of her long cast time spells so it finally feels like elemental shaman actually feels like it should of about 30 levels ago mm-hmm. but uh i'm leveling it's a magar orc that i'm leveling for the uh the allied race armor for that and once i get her yeah once i get her done then i'll just have the zandalari left once that's out in 815 and eight weeks or so. Um, but I'm still deciding on my Zandalari, whether to go Paladin mm. or Druid or both, because I don't know. I, I right. like both, both options with them. So I am um, so making a Druid. It's not even funny. Like yeah. the swim I want the Druid for is, the dinosaur forms. Yeah. The, the swim form is like an armored shark. If you haven't seen right. it, you need to go look at it. That's the yeah. reason. That's awesome looking. Yeah. And I just want to see what the, the Zandalari Paladin kit is going to look like and, and all that with, with that. So it, it depends. I may do the Druid. I may do the the Paladin. Uh, I'm definitely doing a kill t- uh, Colteron Druid mm-hmm. just for that, you know, for their transformed forms and stuff like that so oh, i haven't even seen that one yet i'm on the fence oh with yeah that. it's they're all the um the wicker 
yep. uh, stuff from Dustfire. Yeah, wicker. So the, the, you get a wicker bear, and yeah, it's it's really good looking. I need to go so, look that up now. Yeah, so they're they're in there. Um, so a lot of wow, a little bit of a um, little bit of the anthem Fallout, which we'll talk about uh, in the mm-hmm. news news section. Anthem Fallout, a little bit of Anthem, a little bit of Fallout. Um, <laughs> Fallout seventy six. Like, yeah. Those were kind of yeah, and uh, the and then the other thing I've been playing is uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, do it, working on the story on that. So, yeah, <laughs> Max and Ma- Max says the culture on druids just turn into horses, all the different kind of horses. Yes. Yeah, no, but if you, yeah, it's like, hey, I unlocked Exalted with this. What do I get? I get a horse mount. Great. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Haven't you always wanted a horse? I know. Good <laughs> lord. Ta- get so, the pony. That's why yeah, I made yeah. my dark iron uh, paladin because the oh yeah the, the little ram. ram? Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. I have a I have my dark iron went paladin as well. Just just for the ram. I mean, you can't pass that mount up. It's awesome. Um. So yeah. Ignore my dog in the background. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. That's cut on, not your dog, honey. <laughs> He's in there somewhere too. Yeah. I, I just say cut on the background. I'm like. <laughs> so, McCullough, what have you been up to in or out of game? Um, trying to up the activity stuff, so that's really fun because I'm exhausted all the time and changing my eating been, habits back to being healthy. You've been hiking a lot. A lot of hiking because I don't live somewhere where it's you know negative thirty nine with wind chill. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> that's that's when we get to go out and go snowmobiling and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Three months. Um, I have been. I I am in two different groups that are actually tadpole based D and D groups, and both of both of which played this weekend. So that was our this last week, Thursday night and yesterday. So that was a lot of fun. And we've gotten to the point where on our Saturday group, we give the, even though it's not streamed or anything like that, but we give our sessions names. And like people just kind of, you know, pop stuff out uh, throughout the game. And yesterday was don't use prestidigitation on your cast iron. <laughs> so that, that, Good to that, know. That, Yes, so that was the, yeah, yeah. You don't clean your your cast iron with soap, basically. Um, so that you know it was kind of fairly charming. Uh, so enjoyed that. Um, Thursday night we had a big battle, um, but it was actually one of our. I think it's actually like probably one of the last battles of the module because we were doing Storm King's Thunder, and this was literally a battle with a ton of different giants. So hopefully we're kind of getting towards the end of that. Um, besides that working, I have a new class at work that I'm mentoring. So that's mentally exhausting because um, they're a little baby class and trying to teach them the whole process of what we do is, is fun. Plus we're right by my last class. So they keep asking silly questions. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure I taught you this in November. So don't ask me. Um <laughs> That's about it. Of course, um, you know, Hordling is getting ready to um, play a lot of Kingdom Hearts. Yes. As I know, Mrs. Mew is as well. 
Yep, I'm just assuming that starting Tuesday, I just don't have access to her for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and then and she has a play. Um, she's in theater, and she has a play that um starts Thursday. So I'm like, oh, that's the timing. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, almost after the play, they have a few days, and then they're going to Disneyland. Oh, yep. So I guess if you're not playing Kingdom Hearts, it's good to be not playing Kingdom Hearts in Disneyland. You almost, <laughs> yeah. You'd almost wish that it came out on the Switch so you can take it with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that exactly. would have been cool. That would have been cool. All right, so that's what I've been up to. Um, So we're going to go and go over the new, or we're going to chat with Sai, find out what's going on in WoW when AIE, get some updates on some fun events we have coming. But first of all, let's go on and do this week's news. AIE News. In this week's community news, uh, the community events for for this month and next month are going to be in World of Warcraft. Speaking of World of Warcraft, uh, we have the Kirin Tor Tavern Crawl coming up January 31st at 7.30 p.m. server time, which is Eastern time. So hop on, find a group. I think it's, uh, what, side groups of five can go around no, and do it? Um... Or is it raid teams? I think we were in a raid last time we did it. We had a whole, okay. we had um, 20 or 30 people and then more came in. Okay, and cool. uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. Everybody dressed up in transmog. Um, every stop you went to had a special drink only that was available at that stop. Oh, so fun. everybody was filling up their bags and then getting drunk and wow. And then <laughs> we would take the portal to the next location. Um, I took some, screenshots um photos um they were a little blurry so <laughs> oh no yeah take photo- photos and your character's drunk it affects the photos as well oh yeah yep yeah oh, awesome. yeah yeah it's so, awesome it, it was yeah. it was a lot of fun so the selfie becomes a selfie sh- sh- yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly so and speaking of other community events that we are looking forward to, uh, we are always looking forward to Ralph's Amazing Race on Sunday, February 17th, in honor of Ralph's passing and the wonderful person that he was with our community and getting together to honor Ralph and have fun in WoW. So, Sai, did you want to talk about it here or do you want to talk about it once we get done with the news? Uh, I can wait till after the news is over. Okay. So stick around for after the news and we'll talk more about uh, what Ralph's Amazing Race is, what goes on, where you need to be, and all that. So Awesome. And in streaming and guild podcast news, we have the Swator Escape Podcast 275, Monopolize the Ecumenopolis. Oh, I sure really should have practiced <laughs> Max couldn't say it either, so yeah. Ecumenopolis. <laughs> Ecumenopolis. Ecumenopolis. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Wow, where are they coming up with these names? Um, uh, that week, um, AAE SEMA, Max the Grey, and Astromech EPC 275 continue the Jedi adventure on Coruscant and talk about the PTS and patch notes. And then on to uh, Swator Escape Podcast 276 fighter weapons school uh that week uh, aie sema max the gray and astromech epc 276 get jedi class ships on cross gunt and spend time talking about the awesome gsf new pilot guide event we had this week using the new group challenge pvp system awesome yeah yeah 
need to get in and try that out. I haven't actually been on the uh, the ship since then. Yeah, and as Max says, it is Ecumenopolis, and it's any planet completely covered in a city. Oh, yeah. so there, so there, yeah, exactly. Ah, exactly. Yep. Okay, makes sense. Alrighty. And in a working class news, uh, nerds news, mm-hmm. uh, episode mm-hmm. 35, uh, Nazir again, uh, what came out. Uh, Marcus and Nick are joined by Nazir once again to talk about the changes that 5.10 has, or 5.10 have brought to Swotor and uh, I'll break down what they are excited to see from Anthem. Yep. So that'll awesome. be interesting to listen to. Uh, now, as far as upcoming streams go, uh, look out for the next episode of Working Class Nerds. It will be a special AIE episode with guests Max, Seema, Dan Kinia, and Tetsemi. Ooh. I think I know him. Uh, nah, or coming know. Yep, February 7th is that one. All yeah. right. And and weren't you also on, um, you were on uh, uh, Ezra Runtime recently? Two Fridays ago, yes. Two Fridays ago, okay. Um, no, it was a Thursday, boo. Oh yeah, well, because Nevermore's birthday was Friday, so Friday. we had to move yeah. it up to. Yep. Yeah, it oh yeah, I thought like, like we're gonna be recording on Thursday. I'm like, that's weird. Why? Never mind. <laughs> exactly. Shut all that one. Never all mind. right, and mandatory fun nights where the fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. On Monday, we have Guild Wars two at nine thirty Eastern. On Tuesday, uh, Sotor at nine o'clock Eastern. On Friday, we have ESO and Final Fantasy at 9 p.m. Eastern. On Saturday, uh, we have STO at 10 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, New Braid at 11 p.m. Eastern. And in Imperium Ludi news, the new Bioware offering launching, launching next month is Anthem. And there's a VIP demo live. And we've had quite a few guildies popping in and out to take a look around. Uh, keep an eye out on Twitter for demo codes. Uh, I've also seen people get them if you use the NVIDIA GeForce experience and you have an account for that. Uh, that's how I got mine was through that account. Um Trying to think, I've seen several, you know, several different places, and also if you signed up and pre-ordered it, and you are a VIP, um, you'll get access to it as well. So um, the launch of the VIP demo was a little rough. They were having server capacity issues. Then it turned into network issues. Then it turned into network with ISP issues. Oh wow! Um, but I was able to hop in. Um, they're still running, just fair warning for anyone that was in the closed alpha, they're still running the the same build that the closed alpha was. So things like the mouse and keyboard for flight have not been fixed. So you really just need to hook up a Xbox controller to your your PC if you're gonna play it on PC. But uh it was it was definitely a lot of fun to fly around and and play. And they're gonna do another weekend this upcoming weekend. So the, the VIP code should still be good for that as well. Um, so hop in, join us, join us in the, uh, the nomads channel on the main AI discord and, uh, schedule some time to play with other folks. Uh, it's generally, I think it's four people to a strike team right now. And, uh, yeah, it's quite fun. Awesome. And hopefully I'll be able to get in there. I tried getting in there today myself, but uh, was greeted to a half hour loading screen to go into a mission. So I was like, we'll try that later. So uh, yep. maybe I'll have more to say next week or in two weeks. 
But uh, speaking of other nomads, uh, Destiny 2 news, just a reminder for folks looking to join to please read the pin message in the Destiny 2 channel and the AIE Discord for all the information needed to get in. Awesome. And in WoW news, as we talked about a little bit, um, when it comes to uh, alts and all that great stuff, uh, with the increase of item level for world quests, incursions, warfronts, and of course your dungeon and raids, make sure you're logging in and getting those gear upgrades for your mains, if not your alts. We now have seven raid teams participating in the guild bank slash raid bank program. If your raid team would like to participate, please contact our lovely guest, Sai, in-game or on Discord or on Twitter or I can give you her, her number if you want to text her or post in the, <laughs> raid team, in the Raid Team News Channel on AIE Discord. I would never do that. Yeah. Um, also see the pin message at Raid Team Dash News for more information on the project. And we're, we'll chat about that a little more in the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and last week for Star Wars, we had our Mega Galactic Starfighter Edition. They flew around planets and were learning how to do Galactic Starfighter. Max was the instructor and... What did Max call it? Max had their uh, Top Gun flight school, I think is what he what he called it. And uh, yeah, they, they learned here's the what the different ships do. Here's what the different maps do. Uh, if you push your buttons and you don't have something targeted, you're just doing a nice light show. Uh, you're not actually hitting things. So always remember to have something targeted when you're trying to fire your lasers or drop your bombs. Otherwise, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, fighter weapon school. That's what it was. Okay. Max's, Max's fighter weapon school. Um, also, in guild news, the guild hit level 10 uh, in the in the new guild leveling process, which is awesome. It's a lot of work, and we are very proud of the team. Um and in raid team news for, or I should say, operations team news mm-hmm. for uh, Star Wars, the Death Star Troopers Sunday night ops team beat the second boss in Dread Fortress on hard mode. They w- have been working on that boss for three weeks, and that's a big accomplishment for the team. So congrats to them. Yep. And we do have a ops team wiki page, just like we have for the WoW raid teams. So if you are... Um, Opsing, or whatever you want to call the verb for a uh, SWOTOR. Make sure you're, you're keeping us up to date in the raid team uh, channel. That way we can you know, make sure that everyone knows of your accomplishments because we do like to celebrate them. <laughs> yep. All right. <clears throat> in ESO news, uh, update 21 will be out soon, but we don't have a date yet. Hmm. And it will start off the season of the dragon. The update contains two brand new dungeons, which is part of the plus membership or for purchase in game in the store, as well as several base game additions. The base game additions include a new battlegrounds map, PVP rewards, a passive class ability change, and um, an update to the guild trader interface. Ooh, that'll be interesting. And a zone guide system, which that also sounds interesting. So look forward to it. Speaking of looking forward to things. Yes. In Final Fantasy XIV news, um, February 15th, we're calling the post-Valentine's Day Calamity because you need to get your your characters refreshed. As of uh, February 15th, any character that has not logged in in the last 180 days will be removed, including officers. So get in there. Yeah, get in there and, and, you know, be active. You know, there's fun to be had. We're waiting for you. Um, Speaking of fun or at least fans, uh, the, the European fest. Fan Fest. Yes, Fest. 
the Fan Fest for Europe um, will be starting on February 2nd um, at 10 a.m. Central European time. Uh, expected announcements include a new race and a new class. Fabulous. Yes. Yeah, they tried to save like like one big thing for each of the three events. So mm-hmm. everyone is this the, the Blue Mage? No, no. Blue Rage is already out and live. And okay, then, that's right. This I'll is a new one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit lower. Um, okay. <clears throat> um, but for um, more guild news, we have that the the server we're currently on, which is Goblin, we're not on Gilgamesh anymore. Gilgamesh is old news. Mm-hmm. If you're still on Gilgamesh, <laughs> you need to be joining Come us. Come join on us on Goblin. Yes. Yep. Uh, because uh, Goblin will be transitioning to a new data center uh, called Crystal. Right now, it's in the Aether data system, or data center. Um, and the reason why that matters is because all of the servers in the data center are allowed to party together um, and they go do dungeons together and, and, and part of the, the LFR or LFD or whatever you want to call it, um, that, that pool comes from the data center. Well, they're, they're wanting to expand with a new data center. So they're moving Goblin and a bunch of other servers in there. So you, we're going to have new friends, basically. So you need to be aware of this. Um, the, uh, uh, right now, the guild is not planning on moving anywhere. We're just going to go with the flow or we're going to stay out where, where Goblin goes. Um, there is uh, news that certain players that are affected by the transfers will have a way of getting their characters transferred around. They know that um, there's a lot of people that don't all play on the same server they play on in these data centers. So they're going to give us a way to transfer characters around so that we don't have to worry about breaking up all of our statics and all of our dungeon buddies. So they're going to help us out. They know that you know this is them, not us. So they're going to give us some free transfers, right. but they haven't given us details yet. We're still waiting for those. They're probably waiting until the fan fest on the second to mm-hmm. give us the full details. So we'll hopefully hear more about that. Great. Um, the um, speaking of our our guild stuff, the house um, needs some redecorating. Uh, if you are an aspiring interior decorator that wants to help out, reach out in this Discord channel because we might have a slot for you. Um, and as <clears throat> now we go back to uh, actual game news. Uh, we were t- talking a little bit about the Blue Mage, which is now live. Uh, they announced it in the first fan fest, but it's actually part of Stormblood, the current expansion. Um, it is a very unique experience in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, this class is like none of the other ones. Um, it has a permanent open world monster experience boost, um, and the class levels very quickly. Um, and you're going to be very busy collecting all manner of game-breaking abilities from monsters. That's the neat thing about Blue Mages. They learn their abilities from the monsters they're fighting. Um, so, but, of course, the stuff they're learning, it's it's really is game-breaking. Um, wow. uh, for example, they learn uh, self-destruct. Ooh. Like, they can just kill themselves and take out stuff with them. So they're the bomb. Yes, they are the bomb, quite literally. Uh, they have things like uh, Tail Screw, which I think uh, will lower uh, any non-boss's health to one hit point. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's lots of really crazy game-breaking um, abilities. So, of course, the, the challenge with that is actually getting the ability because it's using it against you. <laughs> so yeah. you have to get hit by this ability. It's going to drop you to one hit point and then hope you survive afterwards. Yeah. 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 Wow. But, you know, once you do, hey, you've learned a new ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but... But yeah, because of that, you're not going to find these blue mages in your typical um, roulettes, the the looking for dungeon, looking for raid, because they actually stop at level 50. Right now, the current level cap is 70. Mm-hmm. So you can only get the 50. Um, 
but um, they have their own unique event um, called the, I think it's called the Masquerade. I haven't actually gotten into it myself, but uh, it's an, it's actually at the Coliseum and you are, you're kind of like the big show. Like Blue Mage is the new thing that like even the, the characters in game are wanting to see what's going on. So mm-hmm. you, you compete in the Coliseum showing off your crazy new abilities and it's just all kinds of fun and it's really made things very busy in, in game. So I, I highly recommend if you've been away, go ahead and jump in, try it out. It's it's part of Stormblood. You don't have to have any new expansion stuff yet. So go ahead and grab that class. And then um, other than that, uh, just a heads up that the Valent- Valentione's Day, because they don't call it Valentine's Day, is coming up very soon. So please look forward to it. Awesome. All right. And we have a tiny bit of STO news. The Mirror Discovery is live and the ninth anniversary is going on. By getting enough anniversary vouchers, you have a chance of getting a tier six Vulcan Scout ship from the Enigmatic queue. Anniversary events for um, STO, a mega particle collection and daily quest that ends in a free ship. All right. So let's get back and chat with Celine. Celine. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I You're... know who Celine is too. <laughs> She's the snoring dog in the background, um, or, or, or our wonderful neighbor, so. or our wonderful neighbor, or you know the Greek goddess of the moon, um, and there find out go. what's going on in World of Warcraft. Sure. She's a she's a little slap happy and tired. I'm tired, guys. I apologize. <laughs> little, just a little. So, game news. <laughs> yes, ma'am. What's going on? There's nothing because I forgot to fill out. <laughs> uh, there was a Q and A Thursday. <laughs> um, I'm winging it tonight. I'm sorry. It's going to sound really weird. So no, you're you're good. Uh, uh, did you want to yeah. cover Ralph Ralph's race uh, first? Yeah, we can cover that first. That's fine. So, um, I keep saying um, and I shouldn't, but. What happened uh, was that before Ralph had passed away, he had done um, an amazing race, I think in Sotor, or they had, and he was part of it, and um, he really liked the idea of it, and he's like, yeah, we should totally do it. Wow, he wrote up a whole forum post, let's do this, we want to do all these things, and then before we could actually implement the idea, uh, he had passed away. So the WoW team had um, was thinking about, you know, what we can do. And because Ralph was such a big part of the uh, the WoW team and the culture um, and really what AIE was about. Mm-hmm. And we got to looking back and we we saw this post that he had made and we're like, you know, that would be really cool is to kind of honor his last wish almost of an event for wow so we came up with this uh ralph's amazing race and we we kind of went back and forth on it and we decided you know what we're just gonna do it on the anniversary of his death and it happened to fall on a saturday last year and we were just going to do it then and it was the one year anniversary and it was the first annual and we just decided you know what he was such a big part of the game that we're just going to do it every year so we did it last year and it was a huge success we had tons of people out we had i think eight or nine different waypoints um 
We had people volunteering to be clue givers. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, some of the clues were a little harder. Some of them were a little easier. We had some people who figured them out. And, um, you know, we, we helped everybody through it. But everybody seemed to have a really good time with it. And they got to see parts of um, Azeroth that they might not have seen before. Because we picked some, like, kind of off-the-wall places. Mm-hmm. Um, one of, one of the waypoints last year was Joyride, which was in Ashara. So they had to ride the rocket all the way around and then all the way back again. So if they had never gotten the achievement, then they got the Joyride achievement. So, um, we were kind of doing some cutesy stuff like that, but so this year we're doing it again and it is on, uh, the same day, but it's on Sunday. So it is on February 17th. And I did just post uh, earlier this week a whole blog post that talks about what we're going to be doing um, without giving away the answers, obviously, because we don't want to tell people what we're doing uh, with the race. But we are going to be um, at five o'clock on Sunday, which is uh, server time or Eastern time, depending on how you look at it. We're going to meet up in Ogre Bar, and that's when we'll start the registration. We'll get your name on the spreadsheet. Um, you can register as an individual or as a pair if you want to, like, husband and wife team or, you know, best friends want to group up together, you can. And then at 6 o'clock, it'll be like a shotgun-style start. So we'll give everybody the first clue at the same time and then be like, go. So oh, yeah. great, yeah. And then they all just get to start in and go through it and everything. So that's, that's kind of what's going to go on. Uh, this year we, um, Gusty tail and beef are helping me run it. And we were kind of looking at, you know, what we did before. And we decided this year, we wanted to try and hit as many wow expansions as we could. We can't, we're not going to guarantee that we're going to hit every single one because Mm -hmm. we don't want to give things away. Uh, but we're going to try and have at least one waypoint, maybe in every expansion. But of course, you know, an expansion could be multiple zones. So you don't know where it's going to go. Uh, so this year we're, we're basically calling it the international edition. <laughs> so, um, so that's, what's going on with that. And, um, it should be a lot of fun. We're working on, um, you know, finalizing the waypoints. But if anybody who did it in the past wants to step up and be like, hey, I want to be a quest giver this year. You know, I want to give out one of the clues. You know, we're looking for people that can commit to being there for a couple hours and want to help out, you know, organizing or, you know, even helping register people when they come in. Um, A lot of times when we do these events, um, you just ask for a rate of and it's no big deal. But something like this, we actually need, like, all the names. Oh, there's there's planning involved. Yeah, so trying to type everything into a spreadsheet, you know, if I'm doing it by myself, you know, it kind of takes forever. But, you know, if there's two or three people registering, you know, then it goes a little bit faster. So if anybody wants to help out, you know, just let us know. You can ping me on Discord and uh, just say, hey, you know, I want to help out. So... That's that's kind of what it is, and um, hopefully we'll have a big turnout like we did the first time, and it'll go really well. Uh, I think the only question will be is next year, are we going to keep it on the same day, which would put it on a weekday, or do we keep it 
kind of like Columbus Day, where it's like the closest on the weekend, weekend or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so. honestly, you know, Ralph um, encouraged game all sorts of gameplay in our community. So it would be, I think, it'd be cool. You know, it's kind of like Remembrance Day, how we try to keep it on the seventeenth, or sorry, on you know, on the wow, on the fourth, third. I, wow, my I don't remember what day Remembrance Day is. We try to keep it on the same day. Um, right. So I think it'd be kind of fun for that to keep moving days of the week because we could also get a different group of people in depending on their availability. Yeah. So, um, so that's about Ralph's amazing race. Um, so this is this year is the second annual. So, um, go read the blog post. I put a link in Discord. Go read it. Um, it's in the show you. notes as well. I put it at the top. Yeah. So go take a look and uh if you ever see any i hate to say this but if you ever see anything that we're doing in wow when we're doing like community events and stuff <laughs> make sure you read the blog posts and discord yeah. um i didn't do it with ralph's because of it's it's kind of like it's fun but it's kind of a semi-serious i mean that's why we're doing it yeah. so i didn't i didn't do my usual thing with it that i do for other events but um i try to make them Outside of that, I try to make them fun and RP a little bit and write up some weird, crazy stuff. So um, it's a good, good point to get you guys to go, go check out our guild website and read the blog post. (laughs) Yep. Awesome. All right. Very cool. So that's, that's it. That's Ralph's amazing race. And then. Um, you talked about all the Ray Team Guild banks, which is awesome. So we have seven yeah. set up. That is fantastic. Um, definitely, if any other Ray Teams wants to sign up with any of the co-guilds, uh, let me know. We'll get it all set up and get you guys figured out. And um, I think I think I give one of my Raid leaders a heart attack when he sees what's in our Guild bank all the time. So. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I before raid tonight we had i think 60 of each potion and 60 of each flask in the guild bank wow so you could make what two cauldrons (laughs) (laughs) it seems like it it seems like it yeah now our our biggest problem is we've got all the herbs and all the you know ben's got level three everything and the hydrocores he doesn't run dungeons so he doesn't get hydrocores and it's like yeah could could we get a vendor that instead of taking breath of bonsomni and turning it into a sanguicel, trades the sanguicel into a hydrocore? Because yeah. I've got tons of sanguicels and none of my professions use them. And it's like, hello, Blizzard. Part of the problem is listening to the Q and A. Ian actually came out and stated that their end game activities have been kind of codified into raiding pvp and mythic plus and so i don't think this is going to get better in that they're now kind of saying okay look if you want you know you got to do one of these three activities to get you know to do end game stuff and uh, you know putting it all in the mythic plus line it's just going to be rough but we'll have to see i'm I'm hoping they put a vendor in or something that Let's see, trade it. I have uh, herbalism and inscription, and inscription doesn't use them. But right. because I'm on a heroic raid team with Better Late Than Never, and then my own raid team, DOA, um, I end up running 
heroics and mythics and the random mythic pluses. So like I'm sitting on 25 Hydra core that I have absolutely nothing I can do with it. And they're sold yeah. down. I can't do anything. Oh, I'm actually, I'm like, do I really want to switch out one of my professions for alchemy just so I can be able to make 25 cauldrons? And I'm like, no, I don't really want to do that, but it's, yeah. it's such a waste of a material. It is. And it's just, it's not, you know, you picked the wrong profession to support your raid team. What? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, no, that's not yeah. cool. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. It's it's kind of a pain, but we have a lot of alchemists so that we can at least have flasks and potions and that sort of thing, which is which is cool. But, yeah, it's just, some of that stuff doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I have yeah. Singlicel that I can't use for anything either. So, I was so glad when they let us use them for fleet, uh, feasts because yep. I made a yeah. bunch of feasts out of mine. That's but, what I mean. Yeah. Like before that, I had no use for them. It, they were just sitting in my bank doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, I've been funneling because I, I since I had the heroic rating going on, we get ten per boss. So I've been funneling all that into feasts. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, I don't know. I think some of it needs to change a little bit, but I mean that's yeah. just me. I mean, there's stuff out there that they some professions just can't use, and it's like why. You know, you shouldn't have to change professions. To use right, it. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a, the, the biggest thing was if it were a BOA, then at least I could shuffle it around to different characters. Right? Mm-hmm. I wish it was Which, a BOA. Right, but because it's a BOP, as soon as you pick it, you know, as soon as you get one, that character stuck with it and there's nothing to do with it that we want to do with it. Let me put it that way. Right. Other than make feasts. So, yeah. 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 And then there's the, the poor enchanters. That yeah. everything is 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 what did they call it? Uh, not it's not scrapping. Yeah, scrapping. Yeah, everything's scrapped now. So they they have nothing that they can disenchant anymore because everyone wants to scrap Jeez. it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. it's I don't know. It's it's just kind of weird. Some of those stuff they did with professions, and I do like the fact that they changed professions this time around, though. So that if you wanted to change professions, you can start right at Zandalar. You don't have to go back and yes. level up from the beginning. That was oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So that was kind of nice that they did that. But yeah, so some, just some stuff with WoW, with right. the events going on and and everything else. Um, oh. And speaking Do you want to talk rating. about the raid banks and the raid bank program? Yeah. Oh, we mentioned it. it. Yeah. Well, we, mentioned we have, that. yeah, we have seven, oh, seven okay, guilds, so, seven guilds yeah. in for, for the raid teams. Um, we, we do have uh, 10 active uh, raiding teams right now. Um, and so, and if you are a team that's not being tracked, go ahead and make sure you uh, check the raid uh, team news channel in discord. Because we are now keeping track of your progress. Um, there is a wiki page. If you want to update yourself, it's right there. I did. But, uh, yeah. I updated ours. So yep, I saw that. Go. Yep. But so, uh, yeah, we have a lot of, we have 10 active teams. Um, you know, they're not all in really um, BOD, but, you know, they are all active. They are rating. And, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to see that activity. Yeah. Um, and if, if you don't know the Guild Bank program, we started. Basically, what we did as a guild is we purchased the eighth bank tab, and then we set up your raid team in that co-guild as only your raid team has access to that bank tab, um, plus officers for obvious reasons. But 
Um, so you, your raid team would sign up for it, and in your co-guild, you would get that eighth bank tab to use as your bank tab. And then uh, the raid leader would say, hey, you know, all of my raid team, this is who is on it. I need them promoted. There's a new rank that's added into that co-guild. Um, that's the raider rank. And then you get unlimited access to that bank tab. Uh, you can pull stuff in, um, take stuff out uh, material-wise, not gold, but material-wise. And it makes it really nice if you're raiding because of the guild perk with the mobile banking, you can drop a guild chest. One person can drop the guild chest. Everybody in that co-guild can access it. And instead of um, an alchemist passing out, you know, a flask, you know, to 20 different people and having to open trade, they can put 20 flasks in the bank tab and then everybody just opens the chest, pull theirs out, and it's bam, it's a done deal. Or, you know, we have herbalists who deposit herbs, stacks of herbs in ours, and then our alchemist takes the herbs out, makes the flasks and potions, puts the flasks and potions back into the bank. So it's like um, the way DOE does it, DOA does it, is it's like a revolving door. So we put in all of the mats, the leather, the the gems and everything and then our crafters take it out make yep. stuff out of it and then put the enchants and the cut gems and everything back into the bank so yep. it makes it super exactly. easy on raid night yeah definitely so you're not doing it last minute um max also says by the way it's now pinned in the raid new raid news channel for more information on the on oh the right the wiki yeah because yeah. i had him pin those earlier to make it easier to yep. find yep so yeah. And so if you are, program, so. yeah, if you're not in the the guild um, that your raid team is, just let an officer know, and we can move you around pretty easily. Always. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we can get people moved. Just have your. Um, the only thing we ask is that before we promote you to the raider rank, just have your raid leader contact me or Tetsemi, or you know any officer. But um, that way, we can get you promoted to the right rank and. They know who's access to the bank and yeah, because we so. we asked the raid leaders to tell us who's leaving, who's joining. Um, that way, we're not having to because we won't know. We're not going to know who's going and, coming and going. And so. right. we don't monitor it. I mean, we monitor it as far as making sure it's not being like crazy ridiculous. But the officers aren't in charge of that bank tab. That's all on the raid leader to make sure that his raiders are using it properly. And if they're not, to, to tell us to, you know, if we need to demote somebody or if somebody leaves the raid team. So um, we've put all of that responsibility on the raid leader. That's part of their job is to get people, you know, to the right rank and permissions granted and all that stuff. I mean, we do it on the back end, but, you know, yeah, we're... We are not keeping track of that stuff. That's we're leaving it up to the raid teams to handle that individually. Yeah, it's yep, it's exactly. your it's your tab. It's your tab. Like you know, we're not hovering over it and, and watching what you're doing, counting pennies. You know, it's it's your tab. Yeah, the stuff in it is your stuff. It's your team stuff. Nobody else in that co guild or on any other raid team has access to that tab. So nobody but who is in your raid team can get to it. Yep. Exactly. So, but yeah, the first raid is out this week. Everybody's doing pretty good. Um, as far as my teams are concerned, I think we're we're three of nine in DOA. They're working on Opulus right now while I'm on the podcast. So <laughs> awesome. good luck, go team. Put, 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 
we should probably wrap <laughs> it up and get back to that yep, raid after break. I, I told him it half halfway through at raid break. I, I I might be back by then. Great. So yeah, oh. and then oh oh shoot, better late than never is my other team. Jeritol runs that in um, there. What five five of nine? Yeah. So we got five bosses down. Oh, right. very cool. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I forgot to tell you. I got good news. What's that? Outside of game. Outside of game, good news. Yeah? So, I don't know how much you guys have known, because I, I never remember how long it's been since I've been on the podcast, but last summer, I was in the hospital for a while, and I found out I was diabetic, mm-hmm. and I went to the doctor last week, and they checked my A1C, and it went from 8 point, whatever the heck it was, last summer. Mm-hmm. I am now down to 5.7. Oh wow, that's awesome! Great. Yeah, because anything below seven is awesome. But so, yeah, they great. say if it, if you're under six, it's really good. So I'm yeah, I'm awesome. I'm doing good. So that's I'm so great. happy. Yeah, that's wonderful. Congrats. Yep. So yay! But um, yeah, I feel like I'm flying solo tonight, and I'm like I don't have enough stuff to talk about. <laughs> no, you're you're dying. You're good. Don't worry about it. Yep. But let's, let's go. And, let's go and wrap it up so we can get you back to raid. I'm sure. Yep. I'm sure they would appreciate that too. <laughs> I'm sure as well. Um, so, guys, that's going to be our show for tonight. Uh, while the chat room begins suggesting titles, we want to thank Sai, of course, for taking time out of her raid to uh, join us. And um, oh, and we do not have a stream after the podcast tonight. But we'll, once it, once that gets back to back going on, we will let you know what's going on there. Uh, Max is looking for people that do want to stream afterwards. So uh, feel free to ping him in discord uh, or other things and, uh, you know, get with him and he can help you learn the the ropes of what we want and what, you know, what the rules are and that sort of thing and get you the the keys to the stream and all that. So, Oh, that reminds me. Um, so last year I had started a, a streaming, live streaming show, uh, Gaming with Guildies, and yes. Jackie Zod was working on it with me. And um, because of stuff going on with him with real life, with his new job and everything that has going on, he can't do the show anymore. And I want to get back into doing the show. Like I kind of want to revamp a little bit, but I mm-hmm. want to bring that back because I think it was a lot of fun. So I'm actually looking for somebody that wants to co-host that with me that would be willing to do the live stream and webcam and play, Mm -hmm. you know, all the games that that we play in and stuff. So if anybody is interested in being a co-host on that show with me, please let me know because that's I'm looking for a co-host. So fabulous. All right. Um, and Sai, if they, people want to get a hold of you, uh, Twitter, AIE Discord, mail you a love shark. It's all, it's all, Cy- <laughs> yeah. just look for Cyrene, Cy- right? Look for Cyrene, you'll find me. Yeah, Cyrene, right. AIE um, on Twitter, um, Cyrene in Discord. If you just start typing in Cyrene, it'll, it'll pop up. You can PM me on Discord and yeah, mail me a love shark. I'll get it eventually. I'll add it to my all collection. Right. Oh, right. I, I think the last time I added them up, I had close to 450. Holy crud. Keep it up, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's get up to 666. 
Exactly. <laughs> I have a few hundred more. Yes. Yeah. All right. And if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at the podcast at AIA-guild.org. If for whatever reason your emails bounce on that, just you know, hit me on, on Twitter, uh, hit me on uh Discord, things like that. Uh, you know, you can get segments in that way. We'll give you an alternate email, but try podcast at AIA-guild.org. We know there's some issues with spam filters and some other stuff that we're working on fixing behind the scenes. So um, the show is at AIE podcast on Twitter. Mew is at the Mew cow. Cyberwave is at Cyberwave. I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org. Just look for the podcast live stream link. And our Discord server is bit.ly slash AIE podcast discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him as Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, including X Buxley, Overly Dramatic News from Hunts the Wind, and what looks like a new one called Diligent and Derpus from Mimith. Woohoo! Yep. Awesome. Thank it you guys. It is a brand new one that he sent in. So, Thank you guys so much for submitting segments. And just a programming note, our next show will be on Saturday, February 9th at the regular show time, um, due to Ted and I having some family commitments. Um, guest to be announced also if you'd like to guest on the show let me know um <laughs> so until then aie this is makala this is tetsemi this is muko and this has been the aie podcast Please use before date on top of Buxley. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about cooking. Barfalung asks, Buxley, there are so many recipes out there. Where did they all come from? Many recipes were handed down from generation to generation, even the really terrible ones. It's tradition, you know. And even within each faction, each race has their own specialties, which are also handed down. You want beer? Ask a dwarf. They've probably forgotten more about beer than most people know. Gnomes that are terrible at skydiving make excellent pancakes. And night elves? Hmm, well, let's just say things have gotten a lot better from the very early night elf days. They don't talk about it much now, but stick was considered a great delicacy. That's right, stick, as in don't point that stick at me. That kind of stick. It was popular for many years. And then came cooked stick. I could go on, but things are a lot better now. Now they have salads. I know that's just leaves, but at least it's not on a cooked stick. Anyway, all recipes you know have been created by famous chefs from many different regions. That blonde spiky-haired dude, Guy Fiery, the host of Dungeons, Driveovers, and Dives, he created many interesting things. Gorgon Ramsay comes up with some pretty good dishes too, which are enjoyable if you can get past all the yelling he does. And Bobby Flay, you alive? That famous orc chef will even challenge you to a cooking contest. Be careful, though. If you lose, the consequences are pretty grim. Thanks for your question. 
If you'd like to know what I've been up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. If you like the segment, please take the time and rate it on iTunes. Time is money, friend! It's time for another Diligent and Derpus with your host, Mimenth. Diligent doesn't worry about their DPS because their job is to make sure mechanics are done correctly. This prevents the raid from wiping. Derpus asks for a 23 second pull timer to maximize their initial DPS and comes in last on the DPS meter. Music Batty McFadden by Kevin McLeod from Incomputech.com Licensed under Creative Commons If it harms no one, do it. Protect the weak from the strong. Unusual rule of war leads to alliance arrest. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. As the Horde and Alliance struggle for control over both Zandalar and Kulturis, adventurers from both sides have swarmed to areas of concentrated combat. Unlike early in the campaign when it was rare to see the opposite faction unless you went looking for them, these invasions cram hundreds of combatants into one area for seven hours. However, given the rolling window that these invasions adhere to, adventurers often find themselves scrambling to complete their missions before time runs out. This was the situation faced by Barter Scragglebeard last Tuesday, when he got stuck in traffic coming home from work and logged in with only 30 minutes left on the clock. He had just completed the four quests in Drusfar with ten minutes left when disaster struck. The power went out in his neighborhood. Being a resourceful dwarf, he quickly logged in via laptop and cellular hotspot and was able to finish the final mission. But when he went to turn in the quest, he discovered the Boralus constable was waiting for him and he was placed under arrest. Apparently, the Boralus Tinkers Guild owns a monopoly on using electrical power storage devices in any fighting on Kulturis, and Barter's use of his laptop put him in violation. And so, instead of gaining a piece of 370 gear, the unfortunate dwarf found himself stuck in the Boralus stockade. The charge, assault, and battery. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.